Hello everyone, welcome to Easy Keeper. I'm your host, Zachary Duke. And I'm your host, Jaden Cron. And today we have a very special guest. Say hello, very special guest. Hello, my name is Avery Cron. And I am the special guest. Yes, that is correct. You may notice that we share the same last name. It's because it's my sister. Uh, good to have you on the podcast. And today we are talking about flatliners. Now, you dedicated fans out there may listen to that and think, wait a minute, they already did this one. Cheap, hack, frauds, they can't recycle content. Well, we're not the ones who recycle content. Hollywood is. This is the 27 yep. re- 2017 remake of the 1990 movie. Uh, this one does not star Kiefer Sutherland, although he does play a character. However, it does star Ellen Page, Diego Luna, and some other people I really do not care about. No. Um, yeah. Let's get this into is... it. What, what, so, this movie, I we watched Flatliners, like the original, yeah. a while ago. So, I don't remember everything that happened in this movie. But for the most part, from what I remember, it follows basically the same plot format, the same kind of structure. So, like in the original, the characters are doing the, their medical students trying to find out what happens after death and to do so they uh they stop their own hearts and mm. then they monitor brain waves for like however long they're they're dead and then they bring each other back to life and then they get addicted to it or not really mm-hmm. addicted but they all start doing it and yeah then wacky wackiness ensues and they got to they got to confront their past sins because mm-hmm, they start hallucinating them, and then yeah. Or do they? Ooh. 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 Very scary. So Avery, you said you saw this in theaters, right? I did. Yes. If I may ask, what drew you to this movie? Um, my friends just thought it was cool, and I said okay, because it wasn't. I don't know. It was a long time ago. I can't really remember. That's fair. So I want, I want to know like what what your opinion was at the time. It was that it was not the best movie I had ever seen. I thought it was funny when I first watched it, mm-hmm. but not a comedy, obviously. Yeah, just an average, below movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jim. What do you think of this? Oh, I'm honestly, I'm really. Uh, part of me thinks my my criticism is uh, skewed largely because of the movie I had to watch last night. Listeners, you'll know what movie that is next week. Um, but I'm just going to say that that I am now – any movie after watching that is going to feel better. Okay, so I'm not <laughs> – once again, I'm not crazy. Uh, but this – this it's not – this movie's not. I didn't think this movie was good, like at all. But no. at least, at least the first half is kind of funny. Bad. Um, that sort of made it not the worst thing in the universe to watch. But then, then the whole second half is just is just kind of boring. Yeah, see, that's was my thing. Like honestly, I went into this with really, really low expectations because I just heard it was really bad. But it was. It was, know, it was worse. It was. It was definitely worse than the original. But like yeah. not significantly, like it was, it was, for what yeah. I was expecting, it was, it was fine. It wasn't uh-huh. abysmal. Yeah, it's just, it's just boring because after the, the for me the the noticeable drop in quality happens uh, once Ellen Page dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
because uh, you know she ends up getting killed by her flatliner vision. I don't think anybody dies in the in the original, do they? Um, I don't think so. No. Yeah. Yeah, because they they get pretty scared at one point with one of them. But anyways, yeah. So that's one thing that I think they thought was a really unique twist, but they actually just killed all of the momentum and the only yeah. really likable character. Uh, really, I mean, like, cause like Diego Luna was pretty good. Um, Ellen Page was 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 good. The rest of the actors, yeah, they were middling to just kind of bad. Yeah, cause cause Diego Luna and Ellen Page, the problems with their performances, I'm gonna pin on direction and script mm-hmm. issues. Yeah, more than their own, you know, abilities, because. Yeah, but because everybody else is just oh, it's just especially like not to pick on anyone in particular, but like the the guy the like dude bro uh, who wanted Jamie. to be yeah he uh, he was just that was really bad yeah and like anything he had to carry was just awful yeah. Um... This movie also lacks, in my opinion, uh, any like pretty much everything that made the original redeemable. It has none mm-hmm. of the lighting. Like the original yeah. one just went aggressive with this. You know, we're just gonna have blue and red lighting every second. It's gonna look corny, but it's gonna be kind of ethereal, and it worked. It was something. It was something yeah. for me to watch that was unique. This movie has like. The flatlining sequences are nowhere near as good. There is not the disembodied staring at boobies for for five minutes from the the original. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I did too until I was like, you know, I'm gonna reread the plot synopsis from the first one, and and I'm like, oh yeah, that happened. <laughs> that was weird. Um, yeah, yeah. I know you were saying Avery um, that uh, what was her name, Marlo. Was that the character's name? Yeah. Marlo was your least favorite, or yeah. I can see yeah. that. Yeah, just not a good. I don't know. She just. I also just don't like the actor because I've seen her in other things, and it it looked like she was trying to play the same character hmm. there, but like it's a different script. Yeah, it was just didn't do not like her. I also think her. Um, I don't know. Yeah, her like the way her character's written is. Pretty maybe the worst one for me even yeah. though like even though for me jamie's obviously or not obviously but in my opinion jamie's the worst performer yeah i i think hers because it's all i don't know she's it's like, just kind of like all she doesn't like all the other characters are have distinct like oh she her the this one uh her her mom uh puts way too much pressure on her uh mm-hmm. she, the, the ellen page's character is uh, living in the shadow of her sister's death uh, and then Marla was just like, like we just kept seeing a bunch of different things of like, oh she, you know, this, uh, like she played cello, and then oh she, swimming, and yeah. swimming was a big thing, but then they never really went into that, and then yeah, that has like nothing to do with her failures really. And then her whole thing was she killed a guy after being on a thirty-six hour shift and forgetting something. Yeah, which like. Okay, uh, you're telling me that the that you know Avery mentioned this when we're watching the movies. You're telling me that uh, like 
you know, paramedics didn't already ask him that and get that information if they could, like... Yeah, I mean, if we if we want to go that route, I mean, I'm sure every bit of medical jargon, which in the especially in the first like I'd say first quarter of this movie, yeah, is really heavy. I'm sure every bit of it is nonsense. Yeah, oh, there's just that that part, and I don't know because it's just so crucial to yeah. the yeah. plot. Um, yeah, and and her, yeah. This movie's not good. Uh, I also want to talk about... Well, I already mentioned that the flatlining sequences are not as good, but... No, they're not. You know, like, the first one's just kind of Ellen Page astral projecting herself yeah. across the city. And that's kind of it. Uh, does she... I can't even remember if she sees anything from her sister in her flatline. I don't think she... Does. No, I don't think she does. Like, I think they were trying to go for the same thing that happens in Kiefer's flatline in, in the original, where, like, mm-hmm. you see the, these trees in the sky, and it's super weird. But that actually, you know, in the movie, it's revealed, oh, that actually ties into his own, you know, that's where he ended up getting that kid killed, was in that yeah. field. But you don't know that. It actually ties into something. This movie just starts off, off with us seeing Ellen Page you know ellen page's car crash and the death of her sister like that's the first thing and so there's no there's no real mystery from her uh in the original movie did it also function did flatlining also function as like the limitless pill because in this movie it just makes you good at everything i don't remember them getting better i don't think that was a thing no i don't think it was kind of just dumb yeah I think in in the original it was more that they were just getting like addicted to doing it. Um, yeah, it was just kind of like a high. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, and so then in the original they all like, don't some of them flatline multiple times? Yeah, and then it becomes like the competition of like of who can go well, I'm under do longer. It for three minutes. We're gonna do it for four minutes. Ugh. Yeah. And this one it's like oh accidentally they they accidentally stayed under pretty long. Oh. I guess. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I will say, like, uh, any of the scenes where they're partying are at least <laughs> yeah. fun to watch. They were it's, fun. <laughs> it's like, all right, dudes, I guess this is how people party. Like, yeah, let's just, knock like, down your friends wall. over. Yeah, and you just decide, I don't need my safety deposit back yeah. to live in this place. Yeah. Uh, let's just and go chuck hailstones at each other on the street six loaves of bread yeah because she remembered the recipe that 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 scene in particular was dumb because like they're smashing the wall it's like literally only one of them is flatlined at this so the rest of them are just drunk and yeah drunk enough to smash down their friend's wall yeah and then there's the other party scene where they're like at this, I don't really know how to, this party on a beach. Like, it was, it was basically, it was event. like girders. And then a yeah. fire pit in the middle. And yeah. there's just a bunch of people just dancing. And then Ellen Page has a spook time when she goes and looks at a car and sees her sister's dead body in it. And she's like, whoa. And it's like, all right. This movie, what, like, I think one of the worst parts about this movie is how much of a by the numbers 2010s yeah. horror movie like, like oh, everything is so bad and repeated from another, like, it's just everything's so by the numbers. 
it's one of the reasons I don't just, I just don't like horror most horror movies. It's just like it's just so generic. Yeah. There's yeah, nothing yeah. new here. Mm-hmm. Even apart from the fact that it's a remake. Yeah. Like you could have why of all the movies that needed a remake, like I mean no movies need remakes, <laughs> but like why flatliners? Mm-hmm. Why flatliners? It wasn't that good. Nobody's like, yeah, Flatliners, that's my favorite movie. I mean, I'm sure there's some there's gotta be something out there. But it's not it's not even really a cult classic in my opinion. Yeah. And like like I don't know, I mean, it's just it's they don't change they change enough that it's a different movie but like also it's yeah. basically the same but worse yeah none of the none of the hallucinations are as will ever stand there, up to Kiefer wrestling a boy that is in his true. imagination I mean, there are some like effects that are pretty cool that they do like with some of just like especially in the like the room where they fill out line there's some cool stuff there but like what I, I don't know just like the way that like Everything gets thrown about. Uh, I'm reaching straws here. That's fair. I the motorcycle. Oh, Do you remember the also, motorcycle? Um, the part when he's on the motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah, when he's like flatlining. That and, like who looked really bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I thought that that one was okay. It, it just it's it's twenty it's twenty ten CGI. Like that's all you really that's need to know about the effects in this movie. That's not uh, I don't a, mean it's, that was an easy effect. Yeah, I don't mean it's. I don't mean that makes it good. I just means that's all you people need to know. In yeah. that, I hate the majority of 2010 CGI. Um, let's talk Kiefer. I like hair. Kiefer. Yeah, th- this hair. is a new Kiefer. We haven't seen this kind of Kiefer. It was like, yeah, old man Kiefer. This old man in the movie. He's. He's one of the like teachers, basically. It's teacher Kiefer. Kiefer. <laughs> yeah, he's not playing a villain, hmm. and he's not. I don't know. Yeah. Ugh. He just kind of you know, got that. He's just like that old like no, you got to be better than this. Yeah. Kind of guy. Yeah. Oh, that's good. He was. It put on. He put in a good performance. Yes. Thank you, Kiefer Sutherland, for your performance in this movie. It's like, <laughs> oh, there's Kiefer. To our country. Yeah. I wish he had uh, shown up more, though, you know? Yeah. I can always use more Kiefer in my yeah. in my Kiefer movies. <laughs> I mean, not that I think... Not that I think his character really would have fit, fit in more scenes, but... Uh, no, he should have flatlined. I don't know. I think it would... No, I, yeah, you're right. I wanted to see what... He's like, oh, I was in this mediocre movie from the 90s called Flatliners. Okay, so good thing you specified, because he's been in a lot of mediocre movies in the 90s. Am I right, folks? Am I right, folks? It's a dumb yeah. podcast. Um, oh, just trying to think of, of more to talk about with this movie, but it's, it's very disposable. Anytime... Like any, there's any character that appears behind someone, it always looks terrible. Like when the girlfriend appears behind him on the sailboat. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's comical. Yeah. There's. And then there's like the one where uh, Sophie, the girl who like leaked the news, when she like 
the classroom door is open and then the person slides mm. in front and then the elevator door closes. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, also, like, what was up? It was just funny, like, Sophia's, like, um, reconciliation scene where she finds the girl whose nudes she leaked when she was in high school and she's like, I'm sorry I leaked your nudes. And the other girl's like, I forgive you. And then she leaves and everything's okay. And that's yeah, it. I mean, yeah. <sighs> then she's sorry. Yeah. Come on, folks. Going back to that party scene, I just remember something. So there's a part where they literally, they, so there's a song playing and they literally mm-hmm. cut the song mid-word to switch to another song. Oh, man. So, I mean, come on. Yeah. Um... Also, the sex scene between Jamie and Sophia. Mm, yeah. That was funny. And I mean, nope. I guess that was maybe the intention, probably it was the intention. Kinda. But it was just it was just weird. It's like, oh, there she is, just kind of shouting, I guess, but not really at all. Like she's just kind of like, yeah, baby, give uh, me more. Kind of dumb, because oh, yeah. like, they had two, like, they had... Uh, her and uh, Jane, yeah, her and Jamie, and then uh, Marlo and Diego Luna's character. Diego, Ray. yeah, you're uh, Ray. They had those like those scenes back to back. It, it yeah. just felt like they're like, oh, we're making a 2010s horror movie, and we forgot to add the sex scenes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll put two in. No, no, no. no. Wait, what was it you said about it, Avery again? About which sex? About what, the second one, because you're sitting there. Oh, the first one was to get you into it because it's so abrupt. So you're like, oh, sex. And then the second one was like, this is the actual sex scene. So ah, you feel it more. There we that go. That makes sense. Yeah. It's actually brilliant filmmaking. Exactly. <laughs> Especially how he was like, no. And then she was like, but come on, I killed the man. And he's like, okay, yes. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He does, she did confess to murder immediately that, before that. Mm-hmm. Good movie. Yeah. Yeah, but basically after Ellen Page dies, the whole movie's like, wait a minute, what if our pasts are haunting us? Okay. Whoa, and it's what just a some, new concept. Some really boring hallucination scenes. And then... Uh, and then... Then you have to forgive yourself before you Then can. she had to forgive herself. Then Marlo basically uh, decides, she's like, whatever, I'm just going to flatline. I'm just going to flatline. I hope somebody figures out I'm flatlining. Yeah. No, because she wanted to apologize to the guy she killed. Oh, uh, to Cyprus. Oh. Or was it Cyrus? I can't Cyrus. remember. Yeah, it was yeah. Cyrus. Cyprus isn't a person's name. Uh, God, and then know that. That's true. I could see... I could see some parent That's who's actually my name. really, really desperate to name their daughter something unique. They're like, hmm. It's a tree. Cypress, exactly. It's a tree. You know, like Willow. Aspen. Aspen. That's actually um, the name of uh, the uh, the Smith's son that no one remembers. Oh. He got Jaden Smith, Willow Smith, and Cypress Smith. There we go. Good. Good. <laughs> Good. Bit. Y'all ever think about how how Jaden Smith was named after Jada Smith and Willow Smith was named after Will Smith, and then they just yeah. have a third child who isn't named after them. Yo, who was the 
who's the eldest too like <laughs> kind of weird anyway Bloody. this movie ends with them in a bar and uh, there's someone playing piano and i think it's the same song that it like is Ellen the same Page song played yeah when she got yeah. really good at piano because she remembered how to play it but if this movie thought that i was going to remember what song that was it is sorely mistaken i remembered it but it's just because it's like one of the most like top 10 most overused yeah, yeah it's, it's I'm, Claire de I'm, Lune, like bum, 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 say that's the, bum, the song that they play in Ocean's Eleven when everyone's yes, leaving. Yes, yes, okay, that that's is. Where I, okay, that's a really good use of that song. Yeah, <laughs> because so this is now a podcast about Ocean's Eleven. So Danny Ocean, right now, I wish. God, I wish. God, I wish Kiefer would have been good in an Ocean's movie. Kiefer honestly, would have been great. Yeah, I want a new Ocean's Eleven remake, but it's the same movie. But you just like added fifteen minutes for scenes with Kiefer's character. Listen, if I got some free time in my hands, I could just, I could just get. I'd, we'll just deep fake Kiefer into Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, and then he goes out singing that, uh, I don't know if you've seen that new meme based on the song they sing in the Yakuza games, where it's like, Dame, dame, dame no. no. You haven't seen that meme? No. Baka mitai? Come on, Zach. No, no, you're just saying words. <laughs> I don't know what those words are. I don't. No. That's okay. That's okay. It's it's a really good meme. I'm loving good it. Good meme. This is a great podcast. Great podcast. It's because this movie is just so We've boring. We've but better. We've done this, but better. Yeah. There's... The, the other like, movie it, has better Joel, characters. It, the other one is a Joel Schumacher movie. And love, yes. I love him or hate him. It's got its distinct... This is just such generic... Yeah. Teens. The because horror. my problem with Joel Schumacher movies is that he doesn't make them weird enough. For the most part. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't say that, you know, I can't go out and say Batman and Robin isn't weird enough. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the ones we've watched, they're just not weird enough usually. And so they just end up kind of feeling boring and, and by the numbers. And then this movie is just the an even more boring, you know, lifeless version of an already all right movie. Is it a key for no, it's not a Kiefer. Not a Kiefer. Yeah, I agree. Excellent. Excellent. I think that means it's time for trivia. Oh, boy. It's a lot of a lot of trivia compared to some of the other ones. Uh, uh-huh. This movie is not a sequel to the 1990 movie. It is a remake, yeah. a reimagining, or a version of the previous movie and has <laughs> no other connection to it at all. Although Kiefer Sutherland appears in both versions, he plays two different characters. That's not trivia. That's just basic explanation of the movie. So I'm look. We're looking at the the Blu-ray cover. Yeah. Okay. And on the cover, they have like the Ray. He doesn't even die. They have he's... Diego Luna in like the flatlining thing, and he's not even one of the guys who flatlines. Yeah, he's the only one who doesn't. And it's just funny that Jamie was so bad that for the Blu-ray of this, they're like, no, we can't put him on the cover. Oh. Like yeah, that even, is a, the actor's name isn't. He doesn't even get billing. I think. No. Like that's when he and he's a significant chunk of this movie that's too. Funny, Zach. Do you know where this movie was filmed? Oh, probably. Well, we can find out. 
I mean, I have a feeling it's Toronto. Uh, I mean, probably. Yeah. Let's be honest. That's where all because Avery recognized the pool using her elite <laughs> pool skills. Of course, she did. I'm also um, there, so. Yeah. Uh, official country USA. Yeah, filming locations Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Gotcha. Uh, that's so like A Canadian. I don't production. normally like to get. I try not to get nitpicky, but this movie is so, like I said, boring that mm-hmm. really I, I had to. The movie gave me no choice. So, um, Marlo. You know, she's guilty because a dude got stung by a jellyfish. Where were they? That is a good question. Because I they thought... were very clearly on the East Coast somewhere. Yeah. Oh, I thought where... And Jamie lives on a boat? Yeah. Yeah, all, yeah. we didn't even mention that. That was like... That was funny. <laughs> like, they mentioned, oh, you not all of us can live on a sailboat. And then he, like, actually just lives on a sailboat. Yeah. Uh, God, where did this take... Where does this movie take place? If they don't say... I feel like they did. They did not, though. And it could like, obviously it couldn't they... take place in Toronto because you're not going to get no. a lethal jellyfish sting. <laughs> you know, all those, all those on the on the Great Lakes. <laughs> Plenty of those invasive species. Am I right, fellas? Ah, um, uh, 2017. Yeah, but like, let's see, let's look it up. We're looking. Avery and I, I mean, I noted that if this was set in Toronto. They would have shown the CN Tower, like one hundred. Yeah, I mean, they would have been like literally not nothing said in Toronto, and yet everything is filmed in Toronto. So yes, except for Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim said Toronto. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not finding out what he said, but anyways, back to trivia. Because it's just such a generic East Coast city. Ugh. That's what that's what we do here, baby. That's Canadian filmmaking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, none of these other uh, none of these other trivia uh, are interesting. So we're gonna look at the plot keywords. Hmm. We're gonna click on one. Uh, let's see. We're going aerial shot. The most popular uh, movie tagged with aerial shot is The Gentleman. Like the the new like twenty twenty. Yeah, the Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Guy Ritchie Yikes Fest? Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Well, I had to make sure. Something, something, you know, just really, really stands out about it is that it has aerial shots. Okay. So That's now we're moving movie. on to reviews. Okay. We got one coming to us from Philippe Harvey. I'm not going to read this whole thing, but, uh, okay. you know. Three stars. Hard not to like for its take on death and its visuals. Deserves to see be seen once, but the ending might let you down. Uh, edit after having seen the original. Do yourself a favor and consider this a sequel. Hmm? See the first one, and you'll understand for yourself how fast enough how much more relevant it was. But taken together, both movies cover their own part of the subject. I did not see the original, so I cannot speak of this movie's qualities as a remake. What I can say, however, is that the trailer for it had my expectations a bit too high. Don't get me wrong. The visual and the direction in this movie are awesome. The rhythm is also pretty well done. (laughs) The rhythm? The rhythm of the night? Our life? Oh, yeah? 
You gotta listen to the rhythm. The rhythm of the Flatliners remake. But, Get together and make things better, Jaden. But if someone is going to offer you a trippy ride through the implications of the afterlife being an observable and usable brain function, then there should have been a little bit more philosophy involved. From what I gathered, the original was more of a horror flick, while this one definitely tries to take a hard sci-fi approach. What? No, the original's... The original's a thriller, and this one tries to be more of a horror movie. Yeah, you this one dumb is dumb. a horror movie. Yeah. Watch the and bad one. I just have to agree with the deserve to be seen ones. Because the That's... first, after seeing it one time, I was like, okay, the second time, it just, <laughs> it definitely goes down in quality. Yeah, yeah, I can't imagine it's a fun second watch. Yeah. And while this part is well done, especially in the beginning, at some point toward the middle, it becomes muddier by reaching backward to its origins. Or I'm not really being made for it. Which is to say, the trailer hyped me for it. The first half of the movie hyped me for it. And the last half let me down. Bad. Overall, though, it's a nice one to add to one's collection. I'm not going to go into his spoiler part of it because I really do not care about his take Uh, on on the actual plot of the movie. We got one. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but we got one from IMDb. I'm just going to read the title because it's a really long one, but. Got a good time. So three three stars out of ten. Ooh. More like more like stupid lines, am I right? <laughs> From Quinoa nineteen eighty four. Thank you, Thank Quinoa nineteen eighty four. Quinoa. Yeah. I mean I feel like all the critical reviews, like the critic reviews for this movie were like This movie, this remake is a flat line. Like anyway. Yeah, I mean um, the the joke writes itself. Yeah. A must a Amazon customer tells us it's a must see for the medical student people. Oh, <laughs> you, can, you got you got your people, you got your mole people, you got your lizard people, and you got your medical student people. Yeah, four star review. Interesting update from the original. It's the dialogue that makes the film instead of the visuals. Although Ellen Page and Nina Dobrev, Dobrev in the same film was a bonus. Comma ellipses <laughs> CJ. CJ. <laughs> Oh heck. Here we go again. Yeah. You broke into the wrong house. Didn't want to have to bring in the bleep. All we had to do was follow the dang train, CJ. Um, Okay, this one comes to us from uh, uh, Beverly Pagette. Five stars, great movie. Great movie! Kiefer Sutherland is in it too, and I mean, you know, that's honestly, fine. I can't argue. Oh, this one comes just from John. I thought this oh. one's kind of this one's kind of funny. That was kind makeup of funny. was wonderful. Excellent makeup. You know what? It's pretty excellent. Uh, we got one from where did it go? Got one from, uh, to counterpoint, uh, CJ, we got one from JC. Three stars. Three stars. Disappointed. Not a patch on the original, even though the special effects were amazing. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Here we go. Uh, I got two one-star reviews. The first one comes to us from Car99, where are you? Dot, dot. (laughs) No paddles can save this. Dot, dot. (laughs) Oh. 
what a damn okay. bloody useless remake. Except he probably was like, what a damn bloody useless remake. I'm even oh. scared to say it is. Good lord, man. People just seem to jump on the bandwagon with a permanent brain-dead overview of this stupid movies. Can you not tell me this deserved four stars? Not even three. Oh, you cannot tell me this deserved four stars, not even three. Flatliners can't even get a shockwave to wake it. Please oh. send your hard-earned money. Good lord, man. <laughs> I tell you. Sorry I rented it. No paddles can save this. Reviewed in Canada. Oh, man. Um, this, comes, this one comes to us from Matt Taylor, one star. I was star. hoping. I was hoping. No I'm good. Paige is a bad actor. She's lucky the Canadian taxpayers subsidized her career for so many years. And she goes on about corporate welfare. It's time she looks in the mirror. Is she the I, Sophie person? No, Ellen Page is uh, is, oh, yeah. is Ellen Page. What what is that? What does that mean? Like, is she in Canadian films, which get some money from the government, which is how all film industries work, and the money yeah. doesn't go to Ellen Page? <laughs> what? I don't know, man. Like, I, I genuinely, boy. I'm trying to just parse the logic. In what he just said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the next one, two stars, comes to us from Jay and Jenny. Not as good as original. It was nice to see Kiefer O. Sutherland. Kiefer. Oh, wait, no, not Kiefer O. Sutherland. Keith. <laughs> Keith O. Sutherland returned for the movie. The original oh, was better as, as, well? you, as you had more famous stars. Julia Roberts, Kevin Bacon. The cast in this movie are dull, dull, and they have no liking to them. Yeah. See, I wonder. This is actually, they brought up Julia Roberts. That, that makes me wonder. Um, did Julia Roberts also get to rewrite this movie? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. Call back or, to our original flatline. I think it was probably Ellen Page because the government. Yeah, because the Canadian paid government. Her. And so she used her money to say, no, we're not going to have this movie set in, in Chicago like the original. Actually, it's going to be set in Nowhere Land, and people are going to hate it, even though it's probably obviously Toronto. Um, <sighs> that actually, you know, she is a that might be it. So. Yeah. It's actually, if you if you watch the credits till the end, you get one of those, uh, you know, the little, like, uh, paid for by the government of Canada. Little stingers at the end. It's really ah. weird. Hmm. <laughs> All right. What a dumb, dumb and bad. Just everything about this this whole endeavor is really stupid. Um, are yeah. we done with reviews? I think I'm done with reviews. That was you know that was good enough for me. Okay. Now is the part of the show where uh, editor Zachary has to scramble to find some news. And put the uh, record that, and then put that in. So have fun with that. Um, yeah. Welcome to Keeper News. I'm the editor Zach. This is like the fourth time I've tried to record this. Uh, so this week Keeper's been doing uh, doing the rounds, doing a bunch of press interviews for the Fugitive, which is the Quibi series he stars in that just came out uh, on August third. Um, if you've been looking at reviews, uh, not too hot on that. It, the the whole thing isn't out yet, but early views are not too favorable, so that's unfortunate. Um, we'll probably get around to reviewing it properly eventually, but I have I've yet to see any of it. 
because, I mean, if you've listened to our podcast before, you will know our history with Quibi. But, yeah, he's been doing the press round, uh, press tour, press junket, whatever we're calling it these days. Now that's just a bunch of Zoom calls, but... Uh, if you if you if you look at all the headlines, there's a lot of people asking, "Would you would you play Jack Bauer again?" Hey guys, he uh, said this multiple times. He'd be totally open to that. So uh, maybe ask a different question. You know, he's got a whole uh, music career you could ask him about. He's got this new show you could ask him about. He's got other things, other projects you can ask him about. So uh, maybe stop asking the same question over and over and over again. But that's hey. That's just me. I'm not a journalist, um, but he also he mentioned one of his one of the videos I saw. He mentioned he's been getting a lot, seeing a lot of, a lot of a lot of scripts written that are like, oh, four or five people in a desert, so he can shoot it safely, which to me as a as, as a as a film professional, aka someone who just graduated film school and has not done actual, you know, has not been in that world at all yet, you know. Definitely haven't been anywhere near Hollywood. It's pretty funny. So, so yeah, that's that's all we got today for uh, Kiefer News. Um, let us know if you're watching The Fugitive. Uh, what you think about it? This on Twitter at HK Pod. We now return you to these other idiots. One of them being me. And we're back from news. So. Wow, thank you, Editor Zachary. Absolute wow, what god. A, what, what a, a terrible king. job that was. The worst. So thank you to Kaya for our fantastic podcast art. You can share our links to her other work in the description. And thank you to Kevin McLeod for creating the song Sax Rock and Roll, which is our theme song. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can check out his links in the description. Uh, thank you to Avery for being on our podcast. Any 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 links, any anything you wanna promote? Any shout outs? Got a book coming out maybe? Oh man, unfortunately it won't be out in a bit just cause oh, of, okay. you know, things. Because yeah. um, of the current global situation. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up. You unprecedented times. Yeah. <laughs> unprecedented times call for unprecedented measures. <laughs> I mean, I don't really have any links. So. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for well, having me though. It's been a blast. Good having you. Glad to hear it. So, uh, come back next week. Who knows what episode will come out next week. I don't know the order we're putting these out. I think... Probably probably Zoolander 2. It's it's gotta be Zoolander 2. It's gonna be Zoolander 2. So, don't... I mean, that's... Come back anyways. It's fun. It was a fun episode. We already recorded it. But I promise. It'll be good. Don't worry about it. It'll be be good. It'll be fine. Watch. You'll listen to... uh, Do we have another guest? We're doing... If you can't... We're doing some guests. That's, yeah. You know. So get get ready for that. Uh, get ready for for Zoolander. Watch the original one if you haven't. I mean, don't. You don't have to. Don't. Just listen Just, to the podcast. You, you yeah, were already I mean, probably going yeah. to, and here I am. Here I am wasting your time, wasting my. I've time. been your host, Sarah Duke. I've been your host, Jaden Cron. She's been your guest, Avery, and this has been. He's, He's a key. Oh, Bloomhouse.
produced Tooth Fairy with Dwayne The Rock oh, Johnson. Wait, no. There's yes. No way. Yes. Yeah, what? No, that is the <laughs> pinnacle the of sequel cinema. With Larry? Wait, they have that. The Lawrence. Yeah, the tooth. Yeah. Oh, the they did the. Guy. Cable the guy. cable. <laughs> Larry the what plumber was, guy. What was the other one that Lawrence the cable guy is just in the sequel? I couldn't tell you. Let's. I'm gonna look at. There's his, two movies. Where they're just like. Jingle all the way too. Yes. Where they're like, okay, we can't get the original, so we'll get Larry. 